Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name's Marion Rose, PhD, and oh my gosh, I'm so delighted to have Leah Sin with me here today as the second conversation in the Aware Parenting and Homeschooling series. And oh my gosh, welcome, welcome, Leah. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so, so grateful to be here. Um, you've been with me, guiding me along the way for about... Uh, four years, whether you knew it or not, whether we were in communication with each other or not. So to have an opportunity to sit with you and um, in real time and talk to you about uh, aware parenting and the ways that you've been a part of our family's journey is so meaningful to me. So thank you so much. Aww. I'm so touched, so touched. I feel so excited. I remember all the times you've been in various courses and they've been messaging back and forth. It's a whole different thing to actually see you and to get to talk to you. Oh, it is. So yummy. Yeah. And I remember we first started talking about having this conversation in a, in a podcast quite some time ago and messaging back and forth. So I'm also really so happy that we are finally having this because I, I you sharing your story and I'm so um, delighted that you're going to share it here. But, you know, I'm just so moved and so excited that other people will get to hear, hear it too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yay. So should we begin at the beginning with your journey with aware parenting? I'd love to hear what, how, how you got into it, what, it, what was it about it that you loved, you know, all of that kind of stuff. What, what, what was it like for you? Yeah. Um, I think it really has been in the mix all along since I was a child, really. Um, when I was eight years old, my brother was born and our our story is that I, I wished him here because I was telling my parents, you know, I want a baby brother. I want a baby brother. And they were saying, I don't think so. <laughs> and, and I just remember so desperately wanting to have a baby in the family and it worked out. I, I got a baby brother and that is truly where the journey began for me with, um, with having children be such a big part of it. So um, I loved taking care of him. Um, and so it continued. I became a babysitter. Um, I worked in a preschool. I worked in this wonderful, wonderful preschool that taught me so much. I remember language was so important and there were a couple of things I remember so well. Um, our director, Paula Brown, um, she was so aware of children, uh, children's spirits, that they were so worthy of being treated like um, anyone, that they were not, you know, below uh, that. Um, and she would, would say, you know, before you go pick up the baby, let the baby know I'm going to pick you up. Um, and I, that was like, what, you know, that just really blew my mind. Um, and she, she didn't like the teachers to say, you know, to tell a child they were okay. If they got hurt, you know, you're okay. You're okay. That was, you know, that was a big no, no, you know, you go and you check in and you're present with them and you, 
you are there for them and you allow that space for them to be hurt and for them to tell you when they're okay. And so that, I remember looking back, that, that was a real difference in uh, what I had experienced before. So mm -hmm. that started changing a lot for me. And then I went to, um, I studied child development and psychology. After that, I was a nanny. And then after that, I went to grad school for counseling and worked with at-risk families. And so when I look back, you know, it's just been clear the path <laughs> that I was taking. Yes. Um, and then I, I had my son and began staying home, which is something I always knew I wanted to do. And it was really, really wonderful. Mm. Um, and then, I got pregnant with my daughter and everything changed. Um, he started having issues with sleeping and um, an acquaintance of mine recommended the Aware Baby by Aletha Solter. And so I began reading that book and there were so many um, big yeses for me and also a lot of overwhelm about using this technique um feelings of guilt and shame that i hadn't been doing this or that i really had to work through that a lot but i plugged in as much as i could we began co-sleeping and you know i began using the tools and it was it felt really unfamiliar it was kind of uncomfortable but 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 i knew that's what i needed to be doing you know it was a clear pull that this is this is your way now but how do I get there so it, it took a lot of practice um, I started buying more of her books and didn't know at the time that you were on the cover of one of them so you've really been <laughs> you've really been there before I even knew you were there <laughs> um, and so I began reading and continuing to, to try to implement um, um, aware parenting. And then I took a course with Shawnee Lavender, um, who you know, on shame. And that was really helpful. Um, that helped me work through what I was feeling about having not practiced aware parenting from the very beginning. Um, and then she had the family the thriving family summit Yay. interviews which you were on and i remember this so well i was listening to your interview and i just started crying i just felt this deep connection with you and what you were sharing and i'm pretty sure it was about the inner loving presence process that was the missing piece for me in my aware parenting because i really wasn't able to to parent fully in the aware parenting way without that inner loving presence uh piece so that kind of uh sped up the process a, a little more for me and um and then i just fell in love with you and <laughs> was just marrying everything. <laughs> you were a family household name. 
you came up at the dinner table and you know in fact there were so many times where my husband would actually say to me what would Marion do <laughs> and there was a particular uh situation we were going through where I was falling back into some old patterns of wanting to punish. I was really upset and I was, I was telling my husband, this is what we're going to do and this is how it's going to be. And he said, okay, okay. If, if that's, that's how you feel, I just, I just want to ask, you know, what would Marion do? <laughs> and I said, well, Marion wouldn't do any of this. And you're right. I want to do what Marion would do. So, you know, I was able to get centered and, um, and, and realize that I didn't need to fall back into those old patterns that I had the tools and that all I really needed was to connect back to myself, mm. trust myself, take a deep breath, pause, just pause. And, um, and then approach it when I was ready. So yeah, you've been there and um, it's Oh, I feel wonderful. I feel so touched and so <laughs> like, oh gosh, shucks. Yes. <laughs> so yes. yummy. Like, like, oh gosh, I just enjoyed all those dinners. Thank you at your place. Really yummy. Yes. Oh, we did too. <laughs> all the rides in the car together where I would think, what would Marion do? And <laughs> You were there. They were fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I noticed my throat's got all tickly now hearing that. Thank you. Um, and also, you know, I really want to acknowledge the, the the hugeness of the journey and like really seeing that it began right back there as you, as that eight-ish year old with that calling for your baby brother and the power of that and your, your passion for for children and so interesting isn't it to look back and you know, when I hear those moments that you had I, that I imagine you exactly remember those times when when you when you heard the the woman who was the the head of the the preschool, the preschool mm -hmm. saying uh you know no not uh, I don't want you to say it's okay when the children were upset and and to talk to the babies before picking them up and those kind those moments that are so uh, you know that like um, measured in your heart I'm imagining that, that you still remember those oh. and and so beautiful isn't it and the power that we have to influence each other isn't it I think to really see you know, each of those steps on your journey and beautiful Shani and her work and that's uh, really not to underestimate the influence that we have on each other that we can just have one interaction with somebody and um, you know, so this is all to all the parents out there, you know, we might have one interaction with a person and just never, ever know that what, what that will lead to down the track in terms of the whole life journey. So I'm really touched. Oh, that's absolutely that. true. And a, another piece that goes in with that is that when that comes up for you to, to trust it, you know, if it just feels, it's a feeling, you know, it's a feeling of, even when I read that Aware Baby book, the feeling that I had was, yes. Now, figuring it out yes. was not easy, yes. but, but I knew that it was what I needed to, you know, what I needed to be practicing and learning about. And so, yes, each of those, you know, when my preschool teacher was guiding us, those were like, yes. 
yes, this feels really good. This feels right. I, you know, each, each one. So, you know, that's a really long way to explain how aware parenting began for me, but I really feel that in my personal journey, um, it was such an early start of just really wanting to understand babies, wanting to be with babies, uh, you know, so, so when I had my own babies, I'm really fortunate that, you know, early enough, I, I, I became aware of this parenting style, but I also realized that it's never too late. You know, I was really practicing with my son fully when he was five, six, seven, you know, so, um, it's never too late. Mm, it's never too late. Yeah. And that, that journey, that sends me being such a journey for each of us that begins often during our own childhood. And, you know, yes. I really love how you talk about that, those yeses, those that when we get that resonance, I think that's so important as, as mothers in particular to really listen out for those. And, you know, this isn't aware parenting, it's more the my psycho spiritual framework, but I tend to see it's like this, the soul feels the, you know, who we really are feels that resonance and that yes. And then, of course, what then shows up in terms of what you're saying, the, the kind of how and the challenge and the difficulties of that is then our younger parts, our own experiences, our own cultural conditioning shows up. So mm -hmm. I think having the anchor into the, the yes and the why, and, you know, what it was about it that resonated so much. That's why I often ask that question of people, you know, what is it about aware parenting? It resonates with you because it's we, we often need that anchor for the all the stormy seas when we are going through our own you know our own cultural conditioning our own painful experiences as children so i, I really love how you express that mm, yum 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 so are you, ha are you happy to say is there anything as well like when you were reading the aware baby aletha saw this beautiful book because there, there are things about it you know when you did have the yes can you remember what it was specifically that you just really resonated with that was such a fit for you um yes the part that really i just got so quickly was that these certain behaviors are happening because of pent up feelings. Um, before I was, you know, and I think this is really common, is we want to, we see the behavior and then we try to extinguish the behavior in whichever way we've learned to do. And it just felt so uh, right that that's not what we need to be doing. We need to hold space for the for the feelings, be, you know, underneath the behavior. Mm -hmm. um, that was that was so big. I felt like, you know, and it was also a relief because then I I thought, oh, good, it's actually not my job <laughs> to to work so hard to stop these tantrums or you know emotional releases. I, I just have to allow them to happen and then experience afterwards my child on their own coming back into, into a balance, so to speak, yes. you know, and uh, um, I really, really, really got that there, you know, yeah, I really got that. Yeah. So I really yeah. hear that relief and that like, the clarity of like, ah, the, it's the feelings underneath the behavior and the, and the relief of like, oh, wow, 
that's in a way that's what we need to do although that's of course challenging but and isn't that what we need to do for ourselves that's the connection I made was when I need to cry and I don't cry and I'm holding it in that then looks like irritability that looks like snapping at my children or my husband that looks like sleeplessness that looks like tension in my body that's exactly what's going on for children and and so I think that's another space I connected with that is when I have a big cry I feel so good afterwards (laughs) I mean it's, it's not that much fun to go through but at the end you know there's just that relief and that Yes. that calm in the body and um so i knew well why would that be any different for children you know and as adults it would be so wonderful if we could do that more for ourselves um so yeah that was mm-hmm. yeah that really that. resonated with me as you say makes so much sense doesn't it it's just like we're so similar (laughs) like we're just the same (laughs) why wouldn't it be the same for them (laughs) right right and it is it is a challenge to be with a child or an adult who is hurting or angry or sad it can it can be that was something I, I I had to practice how do I be with my child when they're hurting and and know that it's not my place to try to make them feel better, but to just be with them while they experience these big feelings and move through them. And then in the end, here we are together. Um, so yeah, that's, it's, it's not necessarily mm-hmm. easy to do. However, I can say now it, it, it's, it's rarely a challenge, you know, I mean, it took years, like five years of practicing for me personally, you know, that was just my, my personal time. And, and of course, if I'm not in a great place, it's harder for me to be there for my children, but that is just not as common anymore. I really embrace those big feelings and, I can be present for them without it upsetting me. Yes. You know, I know that this is their process that I can be present for, but um, it gets easier and easier to to hear the crying and to be with the big feelings. Yeah. And again, I love that you're sharing that because I think it's so often that we can go into where parenting, and I, I remember it for myself and I've seen so many mothers in particular like get into it and then straight away have this expectation that's going to be easy and you know to do it easily, all these things, which is just and the, the longer I travel this journey, the more I'm, you know, incredulous that we're, you know, we're able to shift these paradigms at all, let alone expecting ourselves to be, uh, some kind of perfect which doesn't exist you know, and, and you know, really shifting it's a big journey it's a really big journey so I, I love that you're sharing that yeah I think that the sooner you can that one can accept that there, there's never you're not you're not going to attain something you're not <laughs> going to get there you know that, that's a big misconception I think about parenting is that if you do these things then your child will be x and you have 
one, <laughs> you know, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. But that's not the case, you know. Um, there's there's no end. There's just being in this way, and um, that was another relief, you know, of like, whoo, it's not my job to, you know, have to like mold these children into behaving a certain way. No, it's just a way of, of being with people in your family and, and, and even friends and, you know, other people is just taking that journey with them forever. You know, you just, <laughs> that's what you're going to do. Yes. Yeah. I love that you said it forever, 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 <laughs> forever and ever. Yeah. If you're lucky enough. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, the other thing I loved here as well in terms of like talking about behavior and feelings, were there some things that happened for you where you did listen to your children's feelings and you saw a big difference in them afterwards that really gave you that reassurance that like, oh yes, this really is making a huge difference for them. Any happy to share about any of those? Oh yeah. Um, not that long ago, actually, my daughter who's five now, she was having some really big feelings and um, I was just with her while she, she did a little bit of raging and then she moved into crying and it went on for about an hour. And at the end we were laying in bed and she said, mommy, I know you love me because you let me have all my feelings. And I was like, whoa, you know, that she could express to me that she felt that presence and that love to just have that time that she needed. Um, you know, it, it doesn't always work perfectly like that. They don't always tell you, tell you <laughs> in those words. So that was, that was really special. Um, with my son, it's been a very different process. He hasn't expressed in those terms, you know, how he feels. Uh, but there's been a really big change with him because uh, before um, there was a lot of raging, no crying. Um, and then we moved into raging with crying. And then we moved into crying, you know, rarely is there a rage. It's usually moving right into a big cry. Mm -hmm. And in the past, when he would have those big feelings, whether it was a rage or a cry, he wanted to be as far away from me as possible. And, you know, I would just sit by the door and say, I'm, I'm just letting you know I'm here. Um, and, and so it took some time and, and now he has those big feelings and he comes to me. He comes to me, he wants to be held. He wants to sit in my lap. Um, that is huge. Yeah, that is so huge. You know, I feel like there's just a beautiful trust there that he's saying, I can, I can be in this hard space with you, you know, and I know you're, you're there for me and love me. 
but it really took some time to get there. It, it took me consistently um, just letting him know I was not going to leave him alone during those hard times. Yes. And I, I remember the first time that he got upset and he just ran into my arms. I remember thinking, oh, we've made it, you know, we have made it. <laughs> All of that hard work. Um, it was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. See that. So, um, yeah, I think that answer your question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got tingles hearing that. And yeah. Both of those examples and this love as well they were really so articulating the journey the journey it takes and i think it'd be helpful to remember you know when we're in the midst of things that are painful that it is always a journey and that it may often things can take really some time to shift especially if we've been doing things in different ways it's, and just to keep going to keep going and be compassionate with ourselves because, yes and even that takes you know, time, being compassionate with yourself. Yeah, is a big piece in that. And just, um, just continuing to move forward. And, you know, I remember, I remember thinking, well, I don't, this aware parenting thing is really not working because I was still in the mindset that I was supposed to do A to get B, you know, that that was what parents did. They did something, whether it was punish or whatever, to get a result that they wanted. And, um, it took me some time to say, oh no, this, this is working because my child is expressing this way now and is, um, and you know, you watch them move through those big feelings and then just feel so relaxed and connected back to themselves afterwards. And you know, oh, no, that's, that's what this is. is yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yum. Yeah. <laughs> oh so I, I would love to hear now if you're happy to share about your homeschooling journey so um and uh how what happened tell us tell us the story yeah. well my um son was in montessori for a couple of years and that was really lovely but he was uh, i remember i would pick him up from school and he'd have a good hour or two of being pretty angry um and then i was using aware parenting at that time and so and it was it was working for us and then some things changed and he, he we decided to try the public school and i had some really big nose <laughs> about that but the other option was homeschooling. And at the time, that felt like extreme overwhelm. You know, all my self-doubts came in. There's no way I can do this. Um, it, you know, he wouldn't want me to, you know, on and on and on. Um, and pretty quickly, he started coming home. And it was now four, five, six hours of big, big feelings and throwing and hitting and all of the things. And it was so hard. And I was using aware parenting still. I was, I was still committed, but it kind of felt like it, it was a challenge. It was a challenge because he was at school more than he was with me. So <laughs> there was a lot more pent up feelings with a lot less time to hear them. 
Yes. Um, but because of aware parenting, I knew that there was something underneath the behavior and I was able to investigate that more. Um, I started volunteering at his school and, you know, within the first 20 minutes of the first time I got it, I, I knew exactly what was happening for him. Um, and I thought, well, I'll just keep volunteering and that will be a good support. Um, but our family was really suffering. Um, we, you know, the relationship between him and his sister was really challenging and he was just so angry all the time. I felt so disconnected to him, which was heartbreaking because this was my baby boy, you know, and, um, there were a lot of tears on my end, a lot of, you know, texting my husband during the day, I can't do this. This is so hard. He hates me. And, and, um, He's so mean, you know, just all the things. And yeah, it was a real challenge. And I remember thinking, this is not the way the parent-child relationship was designed to be. This is not, I'm not going to accept this. I, I know, I know it's better than this. I don't really know what to do, but um, so I, I just sort of decided, well, actually we talked to him about it and we, we said, you know, there's, there's actually an option of homeschool and this is what that looks like. And he said, great, I'll take it. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> and, and we, uh, we took him out, but it was interesting. Um, he actually decided the last minute he wanted to, he wanted to finish the last nine weeks because uh, he still had some school left. And I said, that's absolutely fine. You know, whatever you decide, I trust you. But whatever decision you make, we need to see it through because we can't, we, we can't go back and forth and back and forth. If you have a bad day or, you know, we just need to decide as a family and then we need to, to see it through. And so he got ready for school that morning and walked out the door and turned right back around and said, nope, I, I don't want to go. And he has not looked back since. Um, uh, so, so yeah, you know, the way that aware parenting helped in that process was, as I said, having the understanding of what was going on um, underneath the behaviors and, and trusting myself because a lot of uh, people were telling me, you know, it's just a long day and he's tired. And I thought that just didn't feel right. That's, not what's going on here, you know, and this kid can run outside for seven hours a day and he's not tired, you know, I mean, I've never seen him tired. So, um, I just, I really had to take a chance yes. on myself, on him, um, trust myself, trust him, which, you know, some moments were easier than others. There was, there was a lot of doubt moving into it. But uh, I remember um, the first week that he was home, he just rode his bike in the cul-de-sac like six hours a day. I just stood at the door and watched 
him, you know, and like, do you want like a cracker or something to eat? You know? <laughs> and uh, he'd come and have a snack, go back out, come and have a snack, go back out. And then we did a, a bit of de-schooling. We just did nothing for a while, about almost a year. And it was the best ever. It was, it was wonderful. I got to know him again and we began connecting again and his relationship with his sister was improving very quick. Everything happened really quickly. You know, I thought it was going to take a really long time, but his, he just knew that that was what, what he needed. And so, um, it wasn't a, a hard transition for him at all. He died, he dove in and he was happy and, you know, we just uh, hung out and did what we loved. We went hiking and painted and, you know, whatever we wanted to do. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yum. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really yummy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you remember feeling like when you'd made this big decision? I really hear the, you know, the bigness of that, trusting yourself and trusting him and then making this big leap and, and then seeing quite quickly these changes happening in all these ways that you'd seen before with with school, how he had been. Do you remember how you, how did yeah. you A constant fluctuation between trust and and not knowing what I was doing constantly, just back and forth and back and forth. And, um, you know, uh, not everyone understands or supports your decision. So that's another yes. element that becomes challenging. Yeah. Um, well, I look back, you know, I wouldn't say that we homeschool really, you know, when we first started, we took some time to de-school and then I began homeschooling in a traditional sense, which I think is a curriculum. And um, that was fine, but uh, there wasn't a big yes with it. It was mm-hmm. just like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And this mm-hmm. is what everyone else is doing. And this is what I need to do to make other pe- people comfortable with what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and And then it just started to uh sort of morph into lots of different ways of being and you know i don't i don't resonate with unschooling you know i think maybe life life learning i'm not i'm not really sure i just i really just feel like we're living our lives that's that's what we're doing and um this has been the happiest that we all are because you know we're all in this experience together i'm getting to explore things that are my own passions again my children are exploring their own passions uninhibited there's no limits you know there's there's no guidelines except for what they want to pursue when they want to pursue it and um there's learning in all of that, all of the time. So um, actually we ran into a neighbor yesterday and we were out riding our bikes and they said, oh, you must be done with school. 
And my son said, oh, I don't do school. And he said, oh, but what did you do for math today? And he said, what? You know, he was just so confused. <laughs> said, oh, how, how, how many hours are you doing of school? And, you know, it was just like, how do we explain <laughs> what exactly we're doing? But it's getting more comfortable yes. as we continue to just trust ourselves um, to explain to other people what we're doing. And it's, it's okay with me now if that, if others don't understand. Yes. Because I understand yes. and I have seen the beauty that, that has come from us living in this way. And so it's okay for me now, but it, it wasn't always, you know, that was, that was another one of those, like took two years to get there. Yes. You know, what I've learned about this experience, whether it's homeschool or unschool or life learning is the gift in it. One of the many gifts is that it's yours. Yes. You get to create it. Yeah. If you just, let yourself if you'll just step back don't look at what everyone else is doing just kind of figure out what you want again yeah what your children want and and again that can be in a homeschool type way or an unschool type way um what I've found is that whenever there's resistance between myself and my child, that is, that is the uh, cue, that's the word I'm looking for, that we're not on the right path. Mm. When we start doing this mm. about something or when I start to feel like doubtful and I need them to read a book today because I'm freaking out because they haven't you know, read a book today. Yeah. That is my cue. Like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. The resistance is, is a great lesson for me to take a step back um, and to, to try it a different way. Yeah. Because I think that's, that's a really big challenge for a lot of parents is there's so much resistance and I just believe that there's another way to, to get those wants and needs met yeah. without resistance. It's just, you got to figure out what, you know, how that's going to look, but it's, it can happen. Mm, yes. So yeah. I love that. Um, do you know when you were sharing about the, um, the experience with the, the neighbors, for example, I was remembering that those kinds of things with my lovelies when they were younger and we'd go places in, you know, during, during daytimes and people would say, Oh, you're on holiday or something. And we would say things like, Oh, we're always on holiday. Yes. <laughs> that would yes. often, they would often be a little bit. It's such a different paradigm, isn't it? Life learning or natural learning is like to, and yeah, really, really different. I think it often does take that experience of living it to get to really understand it in a way that is often hard if, if the person hasn't experienced that. To go, oh, what? Um, no maths today. 
how do they learn um so i'd love to you happy to share anything about your journey of that that de-schooling and what gave you reassurance that they were learning all the time and that they you know that they would be able to go become adults who actually could you know do what they were here to do and make a living in those kinds of things what, do you remember any any of those moments where you went oh yes <laughs> Yeah, I had them constantly. Um, <laughs> my daughter, uh, she can't, she's teaching herself to read and write. She's never been in, in well, she was in a preschool a couple days a week that was just a, an amazing, wonderful place. Um, it was all uh, um, child-led, so it was just play, and they decided what they did. There was There was no structure around lessons or anything like that um but she hasn't been in any other type of school and she just cannot get enough of letters and writing and reading she's teaching herself and i have just i have just stepped back and supported her um i notice that if i if i try to get in there and <laughs> gently guide her a to go this way instead of you know she's there's the resistance yeah. no I, I don't want to write anymore forget yeah. it you know and so I've learned that that's not the important part the important part is that she continues to develop this passion nice. because the other stuff will come yeah. you know when they have the passion for it they want to know how to do it so yeah. that will that will come yes um, um uh, so she's just, you know, she goes around the house just counting everything and saying, did you know that 200 plus 200 is 400? And I mean, it's just all day. Yes. So yeah, I should have said, yeah, we've done math all day, you know, <laughs> my neighbor next time. Yes. Seven hours of math. <laughs> um, this is funny. The other day at dinner time, um, I don't even know how this came up, but I sign language came up. And so I remember one thing from taking a sign language class, which, you know, is my name is and then spell my name. So I just did it at the dinner table. And my son said, Oh, my hello, my name is Leah. And I was like, my husband and I looked at him and we're like, what? And he said, Yeah, I learned that on my video game. You're like, you learn sign language on your video game, <laughs> you know? He's like, yeah, that, that's, oh, and he, he said, oh, and I know this one, and then this also means, you know, I just thought, cool, you know, that's, <laughs> that's happening. I didn't, I wasn't even aware that that was happening. Um, so it, it's a lot of things like, like that. And, you know, it's interesting about, children is um and i think this happens with adults too when there's something that becomes a passion it's just you do that thing yeah. for a really long time and nothing else yes and i've learned to really be okay with that yes. because it's happened enough now you know right now it's pokemon it's like there cannot be enough pokemon everything and my both of my children are just in it you know it, it they breathe it and sleep it and um 
um, but that's that's kind of the way it goes. You know, for a while, my daughter was just designing clothes. You know, just I'm a clothes designer, and it was just like weeks of yes. just you know everywhere, just papers and <laughs> cutting the paper. It was just like this crazy, you know, chaos of art everywhere. <laughs> and then you know she was over that, and yeah. that was that, and she moved on to it. so um, they integrate in those moments and a lot is happening and um and it's not just that one thing i mean she's learning a lot when she's designing her clothes mm -hmm. and my son is learning a lot in pokemon i mean he's reading all the time and he's and he, and my he and my daughter are are like little teammates you know they they're working together and he's helping her and um they're trying to figure out how to get this you know, gem and this, you know, all these different, so there's, there's so much learning happening all the time. Yes. I think it's hard because we, we want it to be, we want to be able to, uh, you know, assess it on paper, um, to know that it's happening, but you, you can't assess that on paper. Yeah. It, it's just, you can't, it's too much, you know? Um, yeah, so those are a couple examples of how learning is happening all the time. I love those. I have so many smiles. I have so many memories as well, like similar things of like conversations with my son around that. Even more recently, I'm around like Cosmos and things. He'll start going on about all these things. I'm like, gosh, I'm still trying to work out like the really most basic things like this sun and moon and uh, <laughs> and I'm like, it's like it takes me so long and he's like yeah you know and I just like how how do you know all this stuff it's amazing the times wow. my daughter would be up to like till you know 11 o'clock at night just because she wanted to keep on with this maths that she'd be doing already for seven hours or something like that and I just so I feel the joy when I'm hearing your um, recollections <laughs> the magicness of seeing seeing them Oh, it really is magic. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful thing that they have the time to explore yes. what they love in such depth. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I'm an adult and it's like, I'm still trying to figure out what I love and what I want to do. Yes. And I just, that they are learning that so much more quickly because they have time. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking now about my son who really, for the last couple of years, has been really into Japanese. So he's learning Japanese just off his own back. And so he, he watches all these Japanese shows. He goes online to try and find out that he wants to watch it in Japanese with English subtitles. So... You know, and he wants to buy the t-shirt with Japanese writing on it with the characters and you'll read it all and just just from loving it and like in awe of all the all the things all the mythology and just just so fun so fun such a fun way to learn isn't it but I wonder fun. where will this take them I mean I just find so much joy when I watch them 
you know, I'm not labeling my daughter's going to be in fashion design or my daughter's going to be a math genius, you know, but I'm just like, what is she going to yes. do? Yes. She's going to, yes. she has all these passions and she's five, you know, yeah. I just get so excited to, to just watch them. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just such a gift. I feel that I can just be there with them through that. And again, a relief. <laughs> that it's that I can just allow that space that I am not responsible I don't you know that all these things must happen and in this amount of time and that is that is hard to bear you know yeah um it's all going to happen in its own time and it's taken me two years to trust that (laughs) but but I'm here you know and yeah. Well, I'm impressed. It took you two years. It took me way longer to really get really de-schooled around that. So yeah, I'm there's always, you. you know, there's always, there are always doubts that come in, but I'm able to, you know, again, it's that resistance when I feel myself going, yeah. maybe we should, I should find a worksheet for them to do. And you know, I don't even get as far as getting the worksheet for them to do. I used to do that. Now I recognize that as that resistance coming in, that fear coming in. And I just, I know I need to pause. I need to just stop because it will pass because in just a few moments, they're going to show me something (laughs) amazing that they did. Um, So it's not that I, you know, I think these old beliefs, these old paradigms, they're, they're so deep. They come in, they go out. I think it's more about, um, how do you just allow that moment to come in and then allow it to go out with the bigger picture in mind of this is our, this is our path right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit as well. You're talking about uh, back in the day when the things were, were rough, <laughs> rough, and and the interaction between your son and your daughter and the painfulness of that. Uh, I often notice in terms of homeschooling or more natural learning, life learning, that that the sibling interactions are often so much more harmonious and enjoyable. And are you happy to share a little bit about that? I know you've mentioned both of those, but. Mm-hmm. About that. Oh, yes. Um, because of our approach to learning and being together so much, there's time to stop in those challenging moments where there, where one child is hurt and to come together and to be supportive and to help them work it out. And now I rarely have to intervene. I mean, it's just so rare that I feel like I need to get in and say, everything, you know, can I be helpful here? <laughs> I can feel it kind of ramping up. <laughs> I just, I hear, you know, I'll hear little things happen and then I'll hear them talk it through mm-hmm. and they move forward. That, you know, there was a point in time where my son would get angry and I would find myself like diving in between him and my daughter yes. because I didn't know if he was going to, you know, <laughs> whap her or, or what was going to happen. Um, and I, there is, there is none of that now. 
Yeah. I trust my son so much because I, because he has learned to, um, like he can observe his, his feelings and his behaviors in a way that, uh, I don't know, like the other day something happened and he said, I, I really felt myself getting frustrated and I, and I broke this thing and he brought it to me and I said, Oh, you were so mad that it was something I had done. Actually, I had mm -hmm. changed his geckos hides around because I, we had a misunderstanding and, and that was not okay with him. And, and he woke up in the morning and saw, and he, he broke one of the hides. And he said, I felt really frustrated that you did that. Mm -hmm. And I said, ah, and so, and so you broke the hide. And he said, yeah, I really wish I hadn't broken that hide. I could feel myself getting really mad and telling myself, you don't want to break that hide. <laughs> and then I did it. But you know, what's another difference is he would have never come to me before and told me, hey, I broke this thing because I was mad <laughs> because I would have been upset with him. You know, I would have been, why did you do that? And, you know, and then instead, because of aware parenting, I just, I understood what was happening underneath. Yes. He understood what was happening. He expressed it to me. And I was just able to provide compassion and say, yeah, I know. I know how that feels to be so frustrated. And then maybe do something you wish you hadn't done. And, you know, I'm really sorry for our miscommunication and, um, you know, then we gave each other a hug and we looked, we took a look at the hide and we decided like, well, you know, I think it's still okay to use. I don't think, you know, your gecko will get hurt. And, um, that is just like, I mean, before it was like thing, you know, holes in the wall and things broken left and right. And no, you know, just, this was, yeah. So oh, I'm yeah. touched to tears hearing that. So beautiful. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, he'll come to me and say, I'm really, I'm really, I can feel myself. I'm really getting frustrated with my sister. And I just feel like I need some time away because, you know, we're together all the time. Yes. And I'll say, thank you so much for telling me. Let me, let me go talk to her because he knows if he says it to her mm. when he's upset, it's going to come off. Yeah way that she'll feel yeah. sad about so yeah. I'll also help him I'll say well I'll go with you and let's let her know you know we'll go together yeah. I'll be with you and you say you know I just really need a little bit of time alone and we'll come back and play together later um so just so just so much awareness of his own emotional barometer you know so wonderful isn't it Wow. Yeah. So I really want to acknowledge you and celebrate you for all that you've done to facilitate all of this or to help them stay connected with themselves in these ways and reconnect and for him to reconnect with himself in these ways. So wonderful. Yes. And, and aware parenting has helped me help him do that and help my daughter do that because there's no punishment. There's yes. no, you know, in those really hard moments when you're together, that's the opportunity that you have for them to say like, oh, this is how this is feeling and this is what I want to do with these feelings. And 
and oh look now the feeling has kind of passed and that's that's such an important skill mm. you know to have and um yeah it's really um it's beautiful to watch individually the way that they they have um become so connected with themselves and also how that's helped their relationship um, to be very close and yeah. you know sisters and brothers don't want to be together all the time and I honor that you know I just think the important thing is how do we express that to yeah. your sibling yeah. in, in a kind way so you can get your needs met yes um, and they know you'll be back you know <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I know you've been talking about this all the way through, but in terms of really seeing how aware parenting uh, and life learning are, are go really nicely together, go really enjoyably together, are you happy to share anything about how you how you see them complementing each other? Oh, door just banged. <laughs> yes, yes. Yay. Um, <laughs> yes how aware parenting has supported our life learning. That's what you're asking. Well, yeah, how they, how they complement each other, like both, oh, yeah. both ways, you know? Yeah. Um, it might be tricky to articulate it in a way because you're kind of living both of them. So. Yeah, it is very intertwined yes. for us. Um, so in aware parenting, I think there's a really strong element of, of trust. Um, trusting your child, trusting your child that they know what they need. You know, that starts from such, you know, from, from being an infant, trusting, mm. even then trusting that uh, your child needs to cry or needs whatever it may be. Yes. So that has helped with our natural learning, life learning experience because I'm able to trust their timing of, of what they're learning, of when they're learning. Um, whereas I don't, I'm not sure I would have that, that element if it weren't for aware parenting. You know, I would still maybe think I know best what's best. Yes. Um, but I don't believe that anymore. I believe that they know best and it's, you know, my role is to help them get that experience. Yes. Um, and, you know, the trust when things are a no for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is really intertwined. So yeah. it's, it's a little tricky because it's all just now our way of being. Um, you know, when we were homeschooling, when we were doing more of like a curriculum, yes, that that felt a little harder to incorporate aware parenting because it was my agenda. Yeah. Um. But with this, this type of living, I don't have an agenda. My agenda is to support them. Um, yeah, and I feel like, you know, 
it's really fun for me because <laughs> because <laughs> I get to have, you know, I get to like life learn with them. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. I, I get to be this morning, my daughter, she said, okay, we are going to do this art project. And she found this picture and she said, we need to get all of our supplies out and we're going to make this picture, but you have to cut the pieces out. It's not paint, repainting it or coloring, you have to cut the pieces out. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And it was so much fun. And it was so much fun to talk about, you know, she, she was getting frustrated because it wasn't looking like she wanted or it wasn't looking like mine. And she started to get really hard on herself. And I was able to facilitate that because we have all this time, you know, I was able to say, this is, this is your interpretation. This is your expression of this picture, you know, and this is my interpretation or my expression. And, and neither of ours looks anything like the picture. <laughs> and isn't that beautiful? And ours don't look like each other's. And, yes. but she, um, she took this opportunity to sort of be the leader, the teacher. And uh, it was so connecting and so fun. And I thought, I never had this much fun in art class in school because I had to do it the way it was, you know, I was told to do it. And yes. I just thought, like, I am 41 <laughs> in a... <laughs> taking an art class from my five-year-old and I have never had more fun. You know? So those are the, those are the sorts of um, ways that they intermingle, you know, here I am trusting that, you know, she's asking for this connection with me and she's also wanting to feel powerful. She's the, she's the, leader in this situation and I'm to do what she says, you know, now you take your scissors and you cut the blue. Okay. Let's cut the blue, <laughs> you know? Um, um, but that happened because we're life learners, yes. you know, like yes. that experience happened because we have the freedom and the space yes. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> So I would love to hear is that if you were to, if you could jump in a time machine and go back to a younger you to, to um, share some loving compassion or informational wisdom from you now back to earlier in your parenting journey, whether that's aware parenting or life learning to go and offer something to the younger you. Is there, is there a, is there a time that you go back to and a thing that you would say? Mm. That's a, that's a big question. <laughs> what would I say to my younger? Ask me that question again. Uh, yeah, there was, from what you know now and from where you sit now in yourself, if you, uh, if you had the opportunity to hop in a time portal to go back to a younger you, who might have really needed to either receive some empathy or hear, be given some information or something that you, that you just didn't have back then that you do now? Do you, do you have a, a time that you would go back to and what you would say? And if, yeah, if you don't think of anything, we can always skip the question. 
I feel like there's almost like there's there's just so many little blips of time coming up in my mind. It's hard to pinpoint yes. one, but what I'm especially experiencing currently that I would like my younger self to know at any age uh, is, is to learn that, that trust piece. Mm. I, I just, I lost it, you know, along the way. And, and um, when I say those words to my children, I trust you, mm. you know, you, you, you do that with the people that you work with. And I remember taking some of your courses and you saying, you know, I trust you. And I thought, well, how could she do that? Cause I don't trust myself. <laughs> um, but it really helped me. It really, really meant a lot because it, it was so, it's so genuine. You re I, I believe it. You really do trust me. Yes. Uh, my timing and my process and my yeses and my no's and my, my fears and my celebrations, you, you trust all of them. And, um, and if I could tell my younger self at any stage in life, really just trust, trust yourself. Mm -hmm. That's something that I so deeply want my children to have is that deep sense of, I know what my inner being is, is saying to me right now because especially you know in this process of you know homeschooling de-schooling life learning that trust piece just resurfaces all the time and it, it feels old you know it feels like a theme that's been going on for a long time yes um mm. yeah 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 and you know what I love is that I, I learned to trust my children taught me to, to deeply trust this whole uh, journey with natural learning taught me to deeply trust them and us myself and then to pass that on to, to clients or people in courses because I absolutely do trust human beings and our innate wisdom and all of those things, our yeses and our noes, that we know what we need, we know how to heal, we have our own timing, all of that stuff. So isn't it yummy that that, that trust it's like a, a beautiful thing that gets spread around and shared. And, yes, um, yes. Yeah. Because I feel that way about those around me, whether I know them or not. I just feel that deep sense of whatever's happening, I trust, I trust it, yes. you know. And, um, and, you know, it feels good to not only say that to my child or to my husband, but but then to really deeply actually believe it yes. is like a whole different level. Yes. Um, but, you know, I think I started out saying it because yes. <laughs> I wanted it to be, yes. but eventually it, it was, it was yeah. a true trusting and, um, you know, I'm so grateful for, for all the little parts of me that, that come back up to remind me that I'm still working on that peace um but but i'm definitely getting there i mean i and you're right i mean my children like as as yours have just so helped me with that part yeah 
<sighs> sending a thank you to, to your two. Sending a thank you to my two. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh wow. So I'm going to start to ask you about your own journey and that you're intending to become an aware parenting instructor. But is there anything else that you want to share around aware parenting and life learning before I move on to that, that section? No, we can move on. Yeah. Great. So your intention is to become an aware parenting instructor, which yay, I'm so excited about. So I'd love to hear in terms of what what you're planning on doing and how people can start following you and anything else that you would like to share so that people can come and see the loveliness that is you even more. Oh, gosh. Thank you. Um, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> um, That's where we can say, I can say, I totally trust you. <laughs> I trust the, yeah, I trust. I'll, I'll figure that out. I am. Um, that's not totally true. I, I have some ideas, but, yes. but I also have no idea. Um, <laughs> I feel, I would just love to be, support to parents who were interested in in this uh, what parenting way um, way of being it's been it has changed our our lives as a family and and us as individuals so much Um, so my hope is that I can I can be a support. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, uh, we're still in pretty much lockdown here, and I'm with both of my children all day. And um, it's tr- it's tricky for me to figure out how to make space for that that part of my life. Yes. Um, and there is fear that comes up about that, yes. about uh, how do I do this? Am I ready for this? Am I capable of this? Am I good enough to do this? So I'm working through a lot of that. Um, each little step has been really helpful. Um, you know, just even this conversation with you is, is sort of, um, an opportunity for me to grow and move through that fear. Um, and I'm working on my application right now for the aware parenting instructor certification. So, uh, that's where I am right now. Just the application. Um. (laughs) I, I took the course with Aletha, um, and that was, wonderful and only really uh, happened because of COVID so before when I had interest I wasn't able to because the closest um, in-person instructor to me was in Texas and I'm in North Carolina so that was getting a little tricky Um, and then when COVID happened she opened it up to uh online and I was like oh me pick me now it's happening (laughs) so there's you know there's that 
like big yes and then here comes the little part that are going I don't know what to do <laughs> I'm scared yes I'm sending so much love to all the little parts of you all the fear yeah. and all the feelings and I so trust your capacity in working with them loving them being with them moving with them yes yes so we'll see. I don't. I don't have any any anything to report <laughs> about what I'll be doing. Um, so that's sort of where I am in the process. And yeah. Okay. Well, I tell you what. I I tell you what. Uh, in the future, <laughs> in the future, when you do have things, I can always come and put an edit in here as well. So. Um, no, I love. I love you, you telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> when you are, I can come. <laughs> I can come and add that in. So, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, they'll be able to find you actually once you become certified. They'll be able to go to Letha's beautiful website or the the Institute of Aware Parenting website, which is awareparenting.com and the list of instructors. And you'll be in the the US, obviously, the US list. That's so right. they'll be able to find you there and all your fun. There you go, and all your ways of connecting with you. So there you go <laughs> there it is and i'm so happy to be adding to the list in the Yay. u.s i'm Yay. so happy to be a part of that uh yeah that, that's exciting that really is exciting yeah. i feel so good about that yeah. just more awareness and more um sharing about yes. aware parenting and um and you know i think it would be interesting to do to find a way to combine that with the life learning experience because they they do so go hand in hand and mm. um and i do think that my homeschool experience is valuable because of all the phases that it's gone through so i can really uh, empathize with mothers who are just trying to figure it out and who are coming up against a lot of resistance and yeah. Um, yeah. Just supporting that because it, it it can be it can be for some people a real process to move through and yeah. not what you thought it was going to be like and yeah. yeah. Isn't that lovely? It's like it brings all the things we were talking about that like your your journey and trusting your journey becomes then actually even more of a gift as an aware parenting instructor and supporting other families going through the journey it's that's the beautiful thing about it isn't it it's the yeah journey becomes the gift yes mm. Mm, thank you so much <laughs> i have so enjoyed this <laughs> i have a big i've had a big grin so much of the time and i know my cheeks <laughs> my cheeks are a little <laughs> they're hurting a little bit because <laughs> smiling this whole time just like, to have this time with you it's been so wonderful yeah me too i've so enjoyed it we didn't we didn't need to do any face yoga today because no not not a one do you do face yoga because i do i love face yoga yeah me too (laughs) i love it (laughs) we're done we've done our our we've done the cheeks and the oes already i think (laughs) absolutely Thank you so much, lovely. Thank you, thank you. Big hugs, big love, and oh, yeah, big hugs uh, to look you. To seeing, seeing next steps of your journey too. Yes. <sighs> Lots of love. Lots of love. Thank you. <laughs>